Action Park Media. All right. Happy New Year. Welcome back to Flashbacks. Um, I can't believe it's been, I don't know, weeks. Weeks. But, it, I mean, it doesn't feel like that. I, I love coming here. I love reminiscing. I love throwing it back. Speaking of throwing it back, I cannot believe I finished a bottle of wine last night. I'm kind of embarrassed to admit that out loud, but I was trying this whole thing, gonna do this 30-day detox. Oh, Deanna, aren't you doing dry January? You told me you're quitting wine. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm sorry, coughing's not gonna get you at <laughs> Deanna? Yeah, I'm totally doing dry January, Jessica. It is called dry January because you don't typically drink during dry January. What's in that red cup? Mm. Mm. I'm drinking water. What, what are you drinking? That's because I gave you my water. Oh, so... And my cup is rosé. I don't get it. You told me. First of all, this is kind of a little bit of a funny story. Deanna texted me and said, hey, let's get wine before the end of the month. I'm like, okay. She's like, I'm totally quitting. And she has this uh, new job, so I just figured she was... So I was like, oh my you gosh. You assumed I meant I did. that I was quitting the new and I was job. like, oh gosh, oh good. You know, I'm happy for you. Thinking, oh, you have more time with the kids and stuff like that. And she didn't really say anything back. And then cut two, we were trying to figure a podcast schedule and she's like I can't that day I work and I was like I thought you were quitting and she goes what do you mean and Jessica goes, you I don't know screen what you're talking about because and I was like what is me. she talking about you said because you're no because you go nope never said that and I'm like Ugh, ew, you totally yes, you said did. that. Here's the screen cap. You said you were quitting. And I, guys, I had to respond to Jessica and say, no, 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 I was quitting wine. And, and what did you I say? only wrote back one thing and you said, no one quits wine. <laughs> and then we didn't speak for like three days. And I was like, was she talking about my job or the wine? I'm really unsure what happened. And then cut to here we are in the studio, guys. And uh, Jessica is only having water. She must be taking off my dry January. And I'm having rosé. I'm not. I just admitted I had a bottle of wine. Last it's, night. I'm not. Today is a new day. I should really thank Kevin, though, because I've been complaining about not having wine in the studio for how long, and now he finally has wine. So I really appreciate that. Is this why you want to do this on the weekends? I think that there's a little motive behind this. Rosé all day? I think that's what the... Isn't it a thing? Rosé all day? I thought that was like a trend for a while. I don't know if people actually drink rosé all day. I might. (laughs) <laughs> you tried to get on to me a second ago and tell me that I started at 11. And that wasn't the case, guys. I started well after 11. It was like 11.19. So it's totally fine. I'm having rosé. So No, no um, no judgment. I, I clearly... Oh, I don't think I you're judging me. Say? <laughs> I actually think that you like it when I come into the studio and I have a cocktail. I think it makes me... I'm not an uptight person at all, but sometimes maybe I can be a little guarded. Maybe okay. that's the right word. Okay, so you, you're a little saucy when you have a few cocktails. I think so. So do you like yourself a little <laughs> bit more? So then you cannot give up wine if you like yourself a little bit more loose. Oh, man. <laughs> it's not, that's not even the case. I think I'm – I think sometimes I – Think before I speak. And then when you give me wine in the studio, I don't necessarily think before I speak. See, I never think before I speak. Oh. And I think that's where my no filter comes in. But I mean, I, th- I it works for me, I think, you know, like yeah. I, I, I do. I, I have no filter well, that's why and I say exactly what's on my mind all the time. You know, someone asked me the other day, I did a Q&A. I was like, oh, it's been a minute, you know, just doing the whole Instagram. I'm like, ask me questions. And some of the questions I get, I mean, there's there's a lot of fun ones, a lot of ones that I don't really care to answer. And uh, but someone did ask me, like, what's the secret to marriage? I'm like, I don't know the secret. Yeah. Like, but what's the secret to your marriage? I'm like, okay, well, communicate. Sometimes I over communicate where Kyle's like, oh, ouch. I'm like, well, what do you, what in a marriage, when is it too much to over communicate or is it okay? Or I feel like there's always those, 
ones that don't communicate to the ones that over communicate to the ones that can't find it like a balance like I sat and thought about it and I'm like well this is what works for me but I don't really want to put that out there in case it doesn't work for some well sure because I think that's the whole thing about marriage like we are still figuring it out but when people ask and people seek help so what you know when is it okay to say like what works for you and without having anyone come after you like that's not right you know it's like oh gosh well I think that's the whole thing about relationships in general it doesn't even mean marriage or boyfriend girlfriend or friendship like communication is key and I think that is really par for the course and that's where I go back to like my no filter I say exactly how I feel and I think you know that as me being a friend like Mm -hmm. I can't help but like it's like I have diarrhea of the mouth like and it's not in a bad way it's not like oh I'm upset about this or that or that no but I just I talk you know and I want like I express a lot I communicate I um even if I think if I were to be given that question yes I would still stand by my comment communication is key because I truly believe there should be an open communication between anyone really husband mm-hmm. or wife or friendship or whatever that looks like you if should the be other able, allows it though right you yes. should be able to uh, speak openly with the people that you love yes I believe that there is a difference in the method and the delivery okay I ultimately want to go to Stephen right because he is my husband and he's the person that I truly am you like say, I think, exhibit a right 100% <laughs> to my core who I am and sometimes with the delivery, the method is not always there because I may be angry and in that delivery, my tone is anger or maybe I'm being silly so my tone is silly, whatever the delivery is, right? But sometimes it doesn't match the method of what I'm trying to get across and at times I have to sit back, right? And Mm -hmm. I have to think about what it is I'm trying to portray in that moment with what I'm trying to say and the method has to be there in order for him to receive it or you or my friends or my children, whoever that is. The method has to be there in order for it to be received properly. And so sometimes okay. I have Example. to think about that a couple times. Example for those that are listening, because I'm hearing you, but I don't think I quite understand it yet. So the example would be like, for me, because I tend to be a straightforward human being and I don't sugarcoat anything. Hey, babe, can you just load the dishwasher? That's a little bit of an attitude. Right. So okay. that's how Stephen would hear it. He would hear it as of like, I'm being his mommy and being like, hey, child, get up now because I deem it appropriate for you to uh, have to load the dishwasher. But probably Stephen would receive it better if I was like, ah, oh, sweetheart, I loved making you breakfast this morning. Would you mind loading the dishwasher so that I could go take a break? Oh, so, but you see, I take that as like, ooh, that's smart. Because you just put in something like, remember I did that for you? So do this for me. Is that your hidden kind of message behind it? <laughs> that's not at all how I meant it. But, but see, truly but see that's how, how I it would took be. it. Right. Because oh. he would probably hear that like, oh my gosh, yeah, like she made me breakfast. Why wouldn't I want to do this for her? But instead, I think probably because of my background and how I was raised, I don't like to baby people. You know what I mean? So yeah. for me, I'm just like, hey man, can you load the dishwasher? Like I made your breakfast. The dishes are in the sink. Could you just like load the dishwasher so I don't have to do it? But I feel like if you were the nicer route, sometimes that doesn't work. Because then they're just like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. But then they don't. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't And I work. love that we're just referring to the dishwasher. <laughs> there are bigger problems, people. We know that. But we're, I think Take we're just – Take the trash out. <laughs> I mean, that's also a huge problem. <laughs> See, I've, I do have a little bit of a problem asking for help. Mm-hmm. I know I do. I, I like um, control like with – I like to know what's going on in my household. I like to know what's going – like, that's why I like to host parties, like, at my house or I like, you know, with the kids. Like, I could do it all. I could do it all. I I really, truly don't have help with my children. And sometimes I'm like, okay, Jessica, you are not – you can't do it all. You need to reach out. You need to just accept it and say yes. So that is – but I realize it, but I still don't do it. So I think I'm I'm, I'm halfway there. But these are just things, like, I think everyone just works on working on themselves first, Mm -hmm. you know, then you're able Mm -hmm. to continue on your relationships and stuff like that. But I don't know how we started to – 
to get on this, but this is why. But this is why this is my space, our space, to talk about like whatever we want, what's on our mind, and this is where the no filter comes in. Well, I also think we're in that phase of life where we like we're married and we have kids, and you know our children are still relatively young, so we're still dealing with some of those very age appropriate problems Mm -hmm. that take place with our children, but also directly reflect in our relationships and our marriage as well. And you just can't help that; it's just kind of the season of life. But I also think like throwing in you know what we do and our social media aspect and family and this and that you know sometimes it's just hard to balance it all for sure but when people are asking questions on social media like about marriage and this and like what you're putting out there like we have a guest coming in um actually we're going to zoom in with marcel today uh he started the count heavy metal baby i'm just curious on how a newfound fame juggling a family and you know doing everyday to day stuff with millions of people watching your videos that you're making yeah especially so, having no experience in that yes. right like you had experience. i can't even handle one question someone's like oh give me marriage advice. I'm like, oh, blah, blah. I can't even say anything. So I'm I'm just curious on his end. How do you kind of just all the outside voices like, you know, go on every day? And what about you? I mean, you've been on national TV. You've had tons of fame in your social media and this. Like, how do you not like let outside voices into your home life? Oh, I'm very protective of Stephen and the kids. And I think that that makes sense. I'll be really interested to hear because here's the thing. Even before I met my husband, there was this history on television and this, I hate saying this, but like this notoriety to a sense. And I think it works the same for you, Jessica, although you and Kyle met when you were much younger. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually in the same boat as you is that I'm really eager to hear what he has to say because it sounds like Marcel had a very normal life before this viral video, Yeah. right? So he had this really normal life and then all of a sudden everything took off. It would be really interesting to hear, is he able to set that stuff aside and be able to take this, you know, notoriety, this new social media following for what it is? Or has it changed, you know, the direction that his family is taking? No. We should ask him that. Yeah, I think that's a, does it ever affect you and your family? Just like having your past and being the bachelorette and social media, has that ever, I don't know if that's a dumb question. No, I I don't think so. Okay. I don't put Steven on social media a lot. So people always want to know about my marriage and my husband because he hates social media. Oh my gosh, same. I know, I know. But no, other than that, like really people are pretty downright respectful about, I've been married for 10 years. I have two children and I think that's why people genuinely like to follow me because I can share and be honest about that without oversharing while also still protecting my core, which is my children and my husband. Got it. Yeah. That was a really great answer. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm a little impressed right now. I'm in therapy, so... (laughs) Therapy's great. I love therapy. What? (laughs) This is like a therapy session, I feel like, today. Um, (laughs) All right. This is a new year. We have talked about social media. We will bring Marcel in, and we're going to speak to him about his, like, newfound fame with social media and just how he's gone viral and how he's handling it all. All right. New Year, Deanna. Do you make resolutions? I don't. Neither do I. I know. Isn't that crazy? I know. Okay. Well, this went nowhere. This went absolutely nowhere. This must be why I like you, though. But I do have hopes. Like, I think I go, okay, I'm not going to let the small things bother me, or I'm going to try to do a little bit more self-care, or I'm going to do this different. I mean, they're not, oh my gosh, she just built her wine. Wow. Wow. That is her, that is her self-care. The wine. Uh, Anyway, I don't even do that, but I appreciate that you do that. I've never (laughs) been a resolution kind of person. Well, every day I wake up, I'm like, it's a new day. Yeah. Whatever happened yesterday, I don't, okay, that didn't really quite work. Like, I tend to think like, 
oh, it's a new year. Like, it, it feels like a fresh start. Like, I think that it feels like a fresh start. And I can see why so many people are like, oh, this is the time to like cleanse myself or cleanse my brain or start something new or take on a new hobby or something like that. I feel that. I just, I don't like to be disappointed in the sense that like, oh, I'm going to lose 10 pounds and go to the gym every I'm over day. that. I just bought new yeah, jeans. Yeah, I just don't do things like that. Um, I think it's just a way of living for me. You know, it's a new year and a fresh start. Yeah, if I want to take on something new or become healthy in a certain way or I just, you know, I just don't put a lot of pressure on myself to fall into a certain mold. Yeah, I set the bar kind of low. So anything that I do is like really exciting. <laughs> but that sounded weird. But I do, though. I do. I, I, I want to better myself. So I'm like, okay, what did I not like? But I do this every day. I literally do. I wake up every day. I'm like, okay, so this happened yesterday or I like that. I didn't really like that so much. I'm going to try new today. And I pretty much do that every single morning. Wow, that's really awesome. I well, What a good practice to start your day too, though. Yeah, I know people like read affirmations or mm-hmm. – I, and I totally get that and I love that. Uh, but I do. I just – I kind of sit there for a second. I'm like, okay, all right. I But then I screw up halfway through the day. I'm like, okay, tomorrow's a new day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm always when hoping. I'm losing on my children at 7 o'clock at night. I do try really hard. I'm like, oh, I'm really calm. I'm like, okay, everyone upstairs, it's time to get a bath. It's time to go to bed. And I say it two or three times. And then I lose my shit and mm-hmm. I feel like that's quasi-normal. But then I say to them, I'm like, ah, do you like when I get to this point? I yes. don't want to be to this point. But here mm-hmm. we are. It's yes. 7.30 and it's time for you to go to bed so that I can have time to myself. Yeah, which is rare as a parent, working parent. Um, okay, so before we have Marcel in, I just want to touch a little bit more on New Year's. Uh, this is flashbacks. I want to hear the craziest New Year's Eve you've ever had. I mean, I've had, I'm not going to answer the question. I'm just going to say that I've, my best parties hands down has been at the Playboy Mansion. It is like that Frank Sinatra band. It feels so old school. Uh, this black tie with a balloon drop. And I mean, uh, gosh, some of the best memories have definitely been there. And then I would say the one that I've had since probably having kids was at the Oaks with you, where I tried to Venmo the DJ to stay longer when it wasn't even my party. I also sang in front of everyone else at mm-hmm. the club. I took sang. shots of Jameson because I had an I IV. The, the, a couple hours before I went to this party, I was like, I'm going to prep. So I got an IV and I was like, okay, I'm limitless. I can do whatever I want. I had an IV. I could drink this and down tequila or I don't know what I took. Way too much than it I should It was definitely Jameson because y'all, she came up to me and said, I'm going to get us a shot of Jameson. And I said, Jessica, don't waste your money. I'm not going to drink that. And you were like, okay, I'm going to get us a shot of Jameson. And I repeated, I said, Jessica, hey, I'm not going to drink that. And then my husband and Jessica went to the bar and she ordered the shots of Jameson. And hey, Stephen said, don't do that. Deanna's really not going to take that. And she was like, yeah, she is. And he was like, I promise you, she's not going to take that. Jessica brings the shots back. She's like, here's your shot of Jameson. And I'm like, hey, I'm not going to do that. And you were like, drink it now. And I was like, okay. And I took the shot and I put it next to my face and I poured it down the backside of my shoulder. And you you caught me. You caught me. You were like, why did you do that? And I was like, Jessica, I told you I was not going to take that shot. Of Jameson. First of all, peer pressure, Jessica, shame on you. But <laughs> second of all, you don't waste a shot of Jameson. I know. And I, maybe I reverted back to my 20s because I have not had shots of Jameson in I don't know how long. I'm 38 years old. What am I? Well, then I was 36. Also, who drinks Jameson? I did in my 20s. Did you? I did. I used to drink Jägermeister. So that's even worse. Do you remember when Jaeger bombs were a thing? Yes, I do. I've had quite a few. Yeah. That is actually just, pretty tasty, though. No, that is gross. I, I kind of liked them. Have you ever thrown up Jaeger? No. Okay. I've it's only like ever thrown up Crown Royal, and it was really gross. Oh, it's the dark liquor. That's I the know. problem here. I know. We just stick to rosé. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, well, it, you know, when I'm in my 20s, though, I didn't really drink wine because, it, I mean. Because you couldn't afford a nice yeah, bottle of wine. You know what? Why would Good you point. drink crap wine? Good point. You'd have to buy the nice stuff. But do you remember those days that you could drink whatever you'd mix and this and you'd pop up the next morning and be like, all right, where are we going? Now, it's like, I'm not even kidding. I had a bottle of wine. Do you know what I had with my bottle of wine? I had Chicken fingers? No, 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 we're not talking about food, Deanna. So in order to have this, in my mind, I'm like, okay, Jessica, you're going to go to work tomorrow. You have the kids. You have to do this, you know. So I put these drops that supposedly I, I don't know, I got influenced on Instagram. <laughs> and you put them in your wine and they're supposed to take out something. That, Sulfate? Yes. I think that's a thing. Okay. So I did it. I did that. Did you feel well? I'm not done. I also took <laughs> a liquid IV and then I took this thing called like no plug or something that is a morning after drink type of th- I don't know. But I took three different things in order just to have some wine because mm-hmm. I knew I was like, oh, I can't afford that hangover the next morning. What? This Were is what you our so world. Hungover? No, I'm fine. Oh. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So it worked, I guess. It paid off. Yeah. But <laughs> my point is I'm like sitting here like an old woman just trying to calculate my hangover instead of just like enjoying the time. I'm like, what am I, what, what is going going on. Jessica, just have a glass or two and call it a night. Like, yeah. be a have normal, some self-control. Be a human being who has two glasses of wine and stops. Yes. I'm not that. Uh, you know, I it, here's the deal. It's like when I have a bottle, though, it's, it's I don't mean to have, it's a nice bottle. It can't go to waste. No, it never <laughs> tastes as good the next day. No. It never tastes so as good. So in my defense, that is, um, wow. I, I, totally I, responsible. I, I sound, I sound, anyone that's listening is probably like, Jessica, get some help. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyways, all right. Uh, Enough of the New Year's talk and uh, drinking. I think that you and I need to talk to someone else besides us for a minute. (laughs) We'll get a fresh cleanse. Let's welcome Marcel. I am super excited for today's guest. We are going to just jump right in with him. He is calling in from Texas. Him and I started following each other like a year ago, I think. Um, Maybe not even that long. He literally went viral overnight. Him and his adorable baby Lane. He is big into music. He is a fireman. Their bond on Instagram is just so adorable. I don't even know how I found his page, but it was just, I went to it. I'm not the only one. There's millions and millions of people have watched his videos. There was just something about like him and his demeanor and everything that he just kind of represent that I was like this guy seems like such a great guy he has to come on flashbacks I reached out he was like I'm down and guess what he is here today right in front of us via zoom please welcome Marcel clap or something Deanna <laughs> let's just start from the very beginning because I don't know your story I do know that Jennifer Gardner posted you because I read that on something that you wrote not that I followed you from her I just again I cannot recall how I found you but this is embarrassing to say but I think I spent like a half hour just like going and watching every reel you had and I was like, I love this little family. I love them. How did this start? How did you come up with the concept of doing this with Baby Lane and the whole drumsticks and the whole, just everything? Oh, yeah. Well, thank you so much for that introduction. You guys are awesome. Thanks for having me on here today. But yeah, we kind of just stumbled into this thing. I I did not prepare for this at all. Uh, I was just having fun in the kitchen with my daughter and we made a video with my drumsticks and we woke up the next morning after posting it on TikTok and it just blew up and went viral. And before you knew it, you know, things started happening left and right, you know, getting to meet Travis Barker on the Drew Barrymore show. And like, well, that is freaking cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was so cool. Like that was just 
awesome. They they totally surprised me, threw me off guard with Travis Barker on that show. I had no idea he was going to be on there. So like, so Marcel, it was so though, great. Uh, give our listeners a bit of a background. Do you play the drums? Were you guys just fiddling around one day and you recorded this video? Like, give us a little bit of background as to why you were doing this. And, you know, not to mention that it's taken off and it's become viral. But like, tell us, are you a yeah, drummer? So, yeah, so I, I played the guitar since I was about 13 years old and I've dabbled in drums a little bit. Uh, I have a drum set here at the house and yeah, I love pretty much all kinds of instruments. I can play a little bit of piano. I'm not that good at it though, but yeah, I I was home actually injured from work uh, for about five months and I just got, you know, really bored at the house and I was like, man, what can we do? And I just, you know, made that video that went viral and, you know, here we are. (laughs) What are the numbers that that one video is at right now? Uh, That one, I say, is at about a million views and it's it's not even our biggest video. What is your biggest? It's a Papa Roach video with like 11 million. Jessica, I'm happy if I get like 4,000 likes on a reel that I post. It's... (laughs) But it's 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 his timing. It's everything. It's that adorable baby. It's the way you two interact with each other. You have something. And the fact that it just I mean, people, they would do anything to be at the status that you're at when it comes to social media. And you have conquered that. But I do like that you have kept the same, you know, you're authentic in every video. Nothing's really changed. And I like that. It's not like, okay, now I went from 5000 to 11 million, you're still saying staying the same. So I think keep that going, because that's what people love what is the most like craziest person that reached out to you that you're like oh my gosh I'm a little starstruck oh wow uh probably there's been so many it's crazy uh probably uh Jacoby from Papa Roach uh yeah he's really cool yeah yeah he's messaged me a few times uh they you know bands like that interact with, with our videos all the time it's so crazy like these these bands that I've been listening to since I was a kid like are, are reaching out to me and like it's just insane but wait are they reaching out to like just because they admire the videos and your musicality or are they reaching out like do you have the opportunity to join on one of these bands and like play <laughs> do they want to that collaborate? Would be so fun yeah pretty much both of those like jacoby reached out to me they had a new they released a new uh song a few months back and they wanted me to kind of promote it as they kicked it off that day yeah it was so cool uh, doing that video and uh, Pop Roach is coming to Texas here in a few months and they invited us to the show. So it'd be really cool. I think we're going to get to meet those guys and oh hang out with them. Did you ever in your wildest dreams think by making that one little video that you'd be where you are today? Uh, absolutely not. No. Like, so what did baby Lane get out of this? <laughs> yeah, what's Lane? How's Lane reaping these benefits? Her college oh, fund must be nice. I mean, she's she seems to just have fun with it. And I think I have the most fun with it, just getting to, you know, jam out in the kitchen with her is just so awesome. It's like the highlight of my day when I get to hang out with her. And uh, it's just so cool. I don't, you know, I hope that she gets something out of this. I don't know what notoriety, fame. I don't know. I I just want what's best for her, really. You know, it's really <laughs> cool, though. I've noticed like in the earlier videos, just how much more she is like controlling those drumsticks. And Deanna, you just have to, I mean, you could spend a night just kind of watching these videos, but her eyes just light up like the second they're like put in our hand it's like oh you know it's like how we are with wine well yeah yeah 
It's like, oh my gosh, so exciting. That was going to be my next question, though. I wanted to know, Marcel, I, I think some parents describe that they know from an early age that their children have musicality or they have at least some sort of interest and show, you know, talent at an early age. Do you think that that is the case here? Or you just think like Lane has a love for music? You know, I I don't really know yet. Uh, I want to continue to encourage uh, her love for music so far. There's there, I mean, there's times when she doesn't want to record a video and I'm just like, okay, we'll, we'll do something else, baby girl. You know, she's a baby, she's a toddler and she wants to do her own thing. And just to watch her development through this whole thing, just, the past year she's gone from like, Hey, I'm just here and happy to now she's like keeping a beat and keeping a rhythm. It's to the, to whatever music we're playing. It's, it's just crazy. I would imagine your wife is like, you know, pretty thrilled too. You know, it must be for her, right, to sit and admire the two of you and have this thing together as father and daughter. And it won't stop here, I imagine, even if TikTok dies tomorrow or Instagram or whatever <laughs> that looks like. You know what I'm saying? I imagine for your wife, it will be really beautiful to watch this bond that the two of you share over music for years to come. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I kind of hope this thing never ends. It's kind of evolved a little bit from like she doesn't like sitting in her high chair anymore. So we had to get a little like stand up deal that she can stand on. And uh, yeah, I hope it never ends. And I I have, you know, such a great wife, a great support system. She's so awesome. She's helped me raise this baby from day one, obviously. And it's our first kid and we had no idea what we were doing, but, and we still kind of don't, but we're just going to parenthood. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Our kids are, our our kids are much older than yours and we are still figuring out ourselves. And I think that's just the definition of parenthood. You just take it as it comes. So Marcel, I want to go back to being that this isn't something that you obviously wanted to do. It's not like, oh, I'm going to be an influencer. I'm going to do this. But it, it happened. And now you are viral. You have a massive following. You are an influencer, whether you like it or not. What are some of the struggles that you've had to find? Because being in the public eye, yeah. you know, Deanna was the bachelorette, uh, just all the stuff that I've done, or even just putting things out there, because that is your life. That is your personal everything. Now it's out in the open for people to judge. Has there been any judgment or anything that you're just like, ugh, you know, this was wasn't what I thought would happen, but this, you know, everyone has an opinion. What has been some of the struggles? I know that all the glory, all the great stuff and, you know, what comes along with it. But for the people that don't really know, is there some, uh, not advice, but just some story or something that you have been dealt with that you just had to overcome? Yeah, it's this whole thing's crazy. Just going from having like 30 followers to, you know, close to a million now. It's like, it just puts a different perspective on on the whole thing. Like for me, it's been like the comments, like somehow people find a way to like find, I guess the negatives in everything that you do online, whether it's, you can be doing the most wholesome, positive video. And you have those trolls out there that no matter what, they're going to say something bad. And like almost every video we do, it's, it's something bad, something bad, you know, and people are like, Hey, you're using your daughter for social media fame and this and that. And it's, it's just like, no, we're not the, the trolls out there are the ones that and you want to just be like, oh, she's she's really awesome. And you could just, you know, really appreciate the beauty in that. But there always has to be someone who but, who says something. Do you address those comments? Yeah. Or how do you react to something like that? Yeah, it's, it's difficult because you don't want to 
react and in the heat of the moment and say the wrong thing and then you get blasted and canceled or whatever and so i've pretty much learned to just ignore it and just or or respond with the with a positive comment you know that they don't like that when you respond positively to their negative comments so like yeah just learning to ignore it and and just look past all that crap, you know, it's just, that's why I asked that because it's so new to you. And I feel like I've been in the business for so long that I've already dealt with all of it. So it's just, it's kind of, I'm not gonna say it never really gets easy, but everyone does have an opinion no matter what. And you cannot please anyone. Oh my goodness. It's you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. So for someone that is new to it, I was just curious because I don't think I've spoken to someone that went viral as fast as you have and just, you know, being out there, you know, for the public to say what they want. So I was just curious on that. But it seems like it seems like you're pretty chill about it and it is what it is. And, you know, you're handling it as well as it can be. Yeah, it is what it is. You you cannot please everyone or anyone in this on social media. Like there's just no way to do it. So you just got to Look past it and move on. I have such a love-hate sometimes. Well, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love it. And then I'm like, uh. <laughs> I know, because there's that other piece that there are people following you that you don't actually know who they are. Yeah. And at the end of yeah. the day, the things that they're saying online, do those things really matter? You know, you know you're a good person. You know yeah. you have good children. You are you seem to be a great dad. And you have a wonderful daughter and a wife. Like, at the end of the day, do those comments truly matter? And no. what is it? We have no clue what those But then I have to through. realize if we all, which all three of us have a very public profile, we are, you know, we know what's going to come with the good yeah. and the bad. Like, we know it. So I just wanted to lightly touch on that because there are probably a lot of people out there that, you know, again, I mean, their main goal most of the time is to go viral. All these influencers that are starting mm-hmm. out now, it's not easy. It's I feel like it was easier to start social media, obviously, when it first started. But to grow now, is it's like the question everybody has. And you figured yeah. that out. You figured it out. <laughs> but with that, what's your next step? I know you have, he has an apparel line. He's wearing it right now. Oh, well, yeah. tell us more oh, about yeah. that. And also, are you still actively working? as a firefighter? Yeah, I'm an active firefighter. I've been in my city for six years now. I'm a paramedic as well. I'm a hazmat tech. It's a great job. Yeah, the str- it's been a little bit of a struggle the past couple of years, obviously, but I would not take another job in the world. Wait, I have a question. What do all the guys, because I know you guys spend a lot of time together, you're five days on this, that, you guys cook, <laughs> you guys sleep together, all that good stuff. What do they think about your newfound fame? Like, do you get made? Maybe they're all sitting around like, like hey man, put me on your Instagram, put me on your TikTok. <laughs> Yeah. Tell the ladies I'm here. Yeah, tag me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, no, they love it. I work with a great crew, uh, just a great bunch of guys that I would do anything for. They would die for me. I would die for them if I had to. And like, yeah, they, they've been supportive through the whole thing. And I would be supportive if they had the same thing, you know, and it's just great. It's like a home away from home and like a kind of like a second family. That's not the question I asked. I know. Tell us the nitty gritty. Are they I'm like at- begging to be on your social yes. media to hook up with the ladies? <laughs> no, they have to say something though. They have to be like, oh sure, my gosh, they're like, dude. oh my gosh, take a video of me and tag me so that I can get more followers. Like, give us some stuff. Come on. Oh yeah, I've thought about doing videos at the station, but they're a nice group of guys. They understand that it's kind of you know the social media thing's a little bit separate, and they have to come to your uh, house but- then and sit in the kitchen and play drums with Lane. <laughs> I love the name. So his yeah. social media, by the way, for all of you that are listening, is at Heavy Metal Baby. And I think it's so perfect because if you actually go to the page, I mean, it is what it is. And I love my favorite videos is when you put on the hair bows and you were just rocking out. He's like loving dad hood. And I'm just like, oh, this guy has no shame. I love it. <laughs> you know it. You yeah, should I get love, like a bow endorsement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. I love the bow. I love putting on the bows. I like just having fun with each and every video. I try and make 
each video unique to the song, whatever I can find around the house. I had a blast around Halloween time. I bought all kinds of masks and wigs. Like it was so fun. Yeah. So do you have someone who helps you with your social media or like literally you're waking up on a Thursday and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling this jam. Lane, do you feel like jamming right now? (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of just a random thing. Like whatever song I'm feeling that day or I, I always follow, you know, these there's all kinds of new bands that are coming out with these awesome songs the past year. I just, I try and keep up with the new stuff and also go back to the old stuff that's classic and good. And it's just random. (laughs) Well, Marcel, I love that you came on here. I love just how down to earth you are. And I I can tell that you're just, you're happy with what you do. I don't even think your point was to go viral, but it did. And it happened to such a good soul. So I'm so happy to hear this. I love that you share Baby Lane with the world. I love how excited you are at each video. I know Deanna is going to go down a rabbit hole tonight and watch because you know me well it's just happy it like it's like feel good instagram so if you guys are listening right now please follow at heavy metal baby also can they get your apparel from um is there a website is it heavymetalbaby.com or is it linked yeah to your social media yeah it's linked to all our social media accounts you just click on the link go to merch and you can buy man we have all kinds of stuff uh hoodies baby shirts toddler shirts drumsticks everything you can think of hey i love how business savvy you are yeah you that was smart (laughs) That was a smart move. He's like, you know what? I have 11 million people watching my videos. Going on right now, I think I could uh, dominate this. I know. We we need like a talent. We need a shirt. No, we we need a talent so we can get some merchandise. We need people need to want to. I have a talent. Baby Lane is 18 months old and has more talent than we do. Yeah, I know. It's so hard. You know, Marcel. Thank you for following me. I have that. (laughs) Marcel, when you hang up the phone, could you please follow me too? Okay, Marcel, thank you so much. Uh, Make sure you guys follow at Heavy Metal Baby. Thank you, Marcel. Thank you. Oh my gosh, it was so fun to hear how Marcel started his Instagram with his sweet baby Lane. I love that. I cannot wait to go down the rabbit hole, Jessica. You're right. I'm going to binge every single video he's posted. It was literally, I mean, yes, it's adorable. It's cute, but it was like pure luck. Like how many, he said he couldn't even remember how many of the celebrities that have reached out to him, DM'd him and talked about like his videos. It's so fun. Overnight sensation. Yeah. It's like, really cool. I, I love that he's so down to earth and I don't even think it's like hit him. But the fact that he has met Travis Barker, gone on the Ellen show, Jennifer Gardner has posted him. I mean, he is like a viral sensation. Yeah. And I also think like at the end of the day, the beauty of it the piece that he shares with his daughter. Like this will probably forever be a bond for the two of them that they'll have this, even if it doesn't transpire anything else over TikTok or social media for that matter. He'll always have this piece with his daughter. And I think that's really beautiful. You know what I love is when she's older, she's going to like look back at this and be like, oh my gosh, how cool was that? Do you ever think like, you know, Right now, our kids love us. They're young. They don't. But when they're like, you know, grown adults. They're going to look back. They're going to be like, my mom. My mom was really cool one time. I try to say that to like even like my young kid neighbors. I'm like, did you guys realize how cool I used to be? And they're just like, (laughs) okay, Jessica, whatever. I'm like, I was. You know, I saved every single tabloid magazine I was ever on, whether I was purposefully on it or not. Yeah, I saved it. I have it somewhere in like a Tupperware thing that I saved because I originally was like 10 years ago, 13 years ago. I was like, well, eventually my grandchildren will want to see this. They'll, they'll think that at one point in time, I really was kind of cool. So you have that and I have Playboys. See? That doesn't really show, show your grandchildren <laughs> your Playboys. <laughs> no, I've, I I do have stuff. But I honestly, I was horrible at saving. I moved around a lot. I didn't save much of anything. Oh, That's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Mm, now I'm going to create something new. I'm going to yeah. create my legacy right now. Here it is. Right at this moment. Hit record. Yes. No, I don't want my kids listen to this. <laughs> 
we haven't said anything bad. We've only oh, praised our families and our children this entire time. And the the amount of wine I consume and how I have to like calculate my drinking. Like what is going on, Jessica? <laughs> Get a life. You know what it is? It's your fault because we're here Saturday. So I have to t- I talk about the night before, which is Friday, which is a very legit night to drink wine. I know. And I worked all week. So I'm using this Saturday as like my best day ever. I'm there just going to go. continue to drink rosé all day. And then I'm hoping that you might come over later and babysit my children. Stephen has plans to Hmm. Huh. I haven't. I- <laughs> this is Flashbacks and I'm Jessica Hall. I'm Deanna Stagliano. 